Welcome to Broken Bitches. Just because we're broke doesn't mean we're not thriving. I'm Julia. And I'm Heather. All right, Heather, how are you today? I am very well. How are you today? <laughs> are you really? Are you very well today, Heather? Well, you know, I am, except for my heart is beating out of my chest. That's like my Why? only complaint today because I chugged pre-workout prior to this. So what kind? I was, um, it's um, from Alani New. Um, is that legal? Yeah. Who knows if I'm now you got me all paranoid. Am I saying that right now? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, but so I'm just sitting here with my beat, my heartbeat out of my chest here. That doesn't make I love, sense. I love that for you. Just, <laughs> just take some deep breaths. Everything's going to be okay. Um, Today, I think we could do a little bit of backstory because on our first episode, we jumped headfirst, dove right in without our arms and went yeah. right into talking. And I realized that both of us have um, friends and communities that don't know each other. So I think we should do a quick little intro. Um, so that way the people that connect with you can learn a little bit about me and vice versa. So tell me a little bit about who you are, where you're from, what you do and all that, all that stuff. So my name is Heather Cease. Um, I am currently a travel nurse. I am from Pittsburgh, PA. Um, but I'm currently on assignment in Phoenix, Arizona. I've been out here since like last November. So it's been a, a very long time. Um, in my free time, I like to read. I really like to read Right now I'm reading three books. Um, I like to read. I like to lay by the pool, um, do a little bit of hiking, nothing like Julia. Um, but, you know, here in Arizona, there's some good hikes. Um, I just like to relax. and. Um, yeah, but like I said, I'm a nurse. I've been a nurse for, oh my gosh, like almost six years now. That's a very long time. Um, and I actually met Julia when we were working um, on the neurosurgery unit um, at UPMC. And Shout here out. we are. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, what is your favorite liquor? Uh, well, my go-to drink of all time is tequila. Yes. And I've actually been like really big on rum lately, like my ties. Mm. Okay, girl. Heather and I bond over tequila shots. I mean, it doesn't have to be. I personally like Jose Cuervo Gold. She's a Casamigos gal. What? (laughs) (laughs) Wait, do you still drink Casamigos or no? Yeah, Blanco. Okay, only only the Blanco. <laughs> You're like, excuse me. Oh, Aka, what? <laughs> oh, also, we love the movie Pitch Perfect and we love the whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> um, so yeah, that <laughs> it's the long story. I'm sorry, you guys. Um, and yeah, if for those of you that don't know me, my name is Julia Poles. She Hannah's Heather calls me. I was born and raised east of Pittsburgh. After spending a decade moving around, uh, I was in the military, got out, moved back to Pittsburgh where Heather and I met, and we've been thick as thieves ever since. And I currently am in North Carolina, travel nursing. I'm down here because my boyfriend, Corey, Corky, as I've been calling him recently, he hates it. Um, He lives down here. And so I've been travel nursing down here. Ow, my cat's scratching me. (laughs) I've been down here (laughs) since last year. And uh, I recently adopted a one-eyed cat who... Husband, ha- oh. he, his eye is infected again. So we're going back to the vet for the fourth time tomorrow. Um, and then we also have our little Petey Pablo, who's our little black cat, Petey the Menace. 
Um, I don't know where he's at, but that's me. Hi. Hello. Let me see your cat. Is your cat next to you? He's ow. He's ow. He's (laughs) he's at my foot. Just William. I named him William. You know who I named him after? William. William. (laughs) No, I didn't name him after an ex of mine named William. I named him after one eye Willie, which Okay, I didn't know this. So One-Eyed Willie was a pirate from the Goonies, but it's also mm-hmm. referenced to a penis. Like a One-Eyed Willie is a wiener. And so I didn't... I've been telling everyone his name's Willie, like One-Eyed Willie. And like the vet looked at me and like laughed. I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, One-Eyed Willie? I'm like, yeah, like the pirate. She's like, oh, honey. Oh, awkward. <laughs> so I've been calling my cat Dick. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so, um, you know, I know... Uh, I want to ask you what's been going on in your life, but you've, uh, we'll get to that, I think, because it's an important <laughs> topic. And, um, but I want to talk a little bit about what's going on in my life. Um, I am yes. three days into sober October, uh, against my will. Um, I wanted to do sober September because I thought that was a good idea, but Corey is, is doing sober October because some of his like favorite comedians are doing it. So we're sober mm-hmm. October and I just went back to work. So I would like to quit sober October already because I'm exhausted yeah. and tired and I could go for a glass of wine um, but I'm doing that have you ever done like a sober thing um no I mean remember the one time Legally. we tried to do we tried to do a, so- <laughs> a sober thing um there was a time I in my life where I had to refrain from alcohol for a little bit but um, not willingly. I will. I have never willingly took time off. <laughs> um, wait, when did we try to do a sober thing? Cause I don't remember that at all. This was like in 2018. Cause did we do, did all we, we do did. It? Yeah. We lasted like a week. Oh, <laughs> I, was <gonna laughs> yeah. say, I don't remember doing that. <laughs> yeah. We, we were hitting the, Yeah. We were hitting the sauce kind of hard in 2018, which maybe yeah. someday we'll do a deep dive into that entire summer, but not today. No, that's not. That's for another another yeah, topic. But I did do a sober November in 2020. Remember, I was really hitting the sauce hard. And when I fell and I f- scuffed my face up um, by getting off a boat, I was like, I think it's time. Yeah, to, to get it together. So I did like a sober November and it was actually really nice. Um, I really enjoyed it. Um, it was great. It was a great reset, but it's really hard. Like you think, especially someone like me who only has like one glass of wine twice or three times a week. It should be easier to do, but it's actually really hard. Do you like whenever you're done, what is the end goal? Like, how do you reward yourself? By drinking. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Right. But then I think like when I was sober in 2020, that was because I was like binge drinking a lot. And now I don't do that. Like, I don't get drunk. I don't like go out. I'm not like, I'm not hungover ever. Maybe in the last year, I've maybe been hung over two times. So I'm wondering, like, do I even need to do a sober month? Because I'm personally not, I don't feel like I need to. So should I still do it? Yeah, you should support Corey. And you should do it with him. Okay, <laughs> shit. That's not what I wanted to hear. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess if that's what you're saying, I guess I'll support Corey. But he's only doing it because he wants to lose weight because he drinks like the heavy IPAs. Oh. He just wants to lose weight. But like, I mean, I want to lose weight too, because I'm not in my best, but I don't even drink enough. So I don't think cutting all of it out is going to make me skinny. I think making me skinny is going to be impossible because I work in an ER where we eat candy all day. You want me to continue sober October. Okay. Yeah. I think that you should. And I I feel like we should do a poll and see what everyone else thinks because. Okay. Yeah. And how, how should I reward myself if I do the 30 days? Do I 
like, cause usually it's like, oh, I've gone 30 days. Now you go out and you drink. And it's like, that doesn't sound like an appropriate reward. No, I think maybe you should do something like self-care, like, like a massage or like something like a spa day. That's what speaking, I would do. Speaking of massage. Can I tell you about this thing that I'm going to do? Yeah. Okay. So, um, it's called Reiki, which it's a ch- ancient Chinese, like holistic medicinal thing where people who are these Reiki, like therapists, they mm-hmm. like take their hands and they like put it on you and they can channel energy. This sounds funny, <laughs> but don't laugh, but they channel energy from wherever some special universal place and they use it to heal you, open up your chakras and like help you Ooh. like reach your potential. Yeah. Wait, they just touch you. Like, like what yeah. does that mean? But with their like magic hands. <laughs> like a massage or they're just like just no they they just like around. heal your heart yeah so they just Ooh. place their hands it's like the ancient practice of placing your hands on somebody and channeling energy so when are you going to do that I actually just booked a massage or a, a reiki reiki thing with this woman for October 12th um Ooh. yeah at noon so I am so excited to I'll report back because okay here's here's why I need it <laughs> I love how I'm just airing out everything. So since, <laughs> since Jack and Mufi died last year, I have felt emotionally just completely closed off. Like I feel empty, you know? So who, who is Jack and Mufi? Cause some people don't know. Oh, yeah. who. So Jack was my dog of 11 years. He was the most bastardly Shih Tzu who was 11. He was such an asshole, but he was my asshole. And then Mufi was my rescue cat who was like 175 years old. He had one eye and no teeth and he drooled and smelled horrible, but they both passed away last year. Mufi of cancer, Jack suddenly unexpectedly. And I've never forgiven myself for not being there for him as I was away on a hiking trip. Mm-hmm. So yeah, ever since they passed away, I feel like kind of emotionally stunted. And more recently I've like lost my, I guess I can talk about this. I've lost a little bit of my libido and I thought maybe I'm getting older. I switched birth controls a few years ago and I'm like doing research and I'm finding that your sacral chakra, which is the one by your butthole. It's the one at your taint. It's, um, it's responsible for sexual pleasure and emotional like connection. So I think my butthole chakra is locked. <laughs> so um, this person, this person's going to magically heal that. By she's going to take, I don't think she's going to put her hands on my asshole, but she's going to put her hands like over my <laughs> belly and help break like so you can like you can do meditation to like open your chakras it's a very mm-hmm. it's a very taboo spiritual thing but I've done like chakra meditations before and I I feel better after it so I'm gonna have yeah, this lady blast open my asshole chakra hopefully next week <laughs> I'm so excited to hear about this <laughs> so I didn't even know this existed until <laughs> I can't believe I can't just said I'm gonna have a stranger blast open my asshole <laughs> Is this going to help your bladder spasms? Okay. (laughs) Also, (laughs) here's another thing. So a lot of, I was talking with this pet grief counselor for my other podcast, Embracing Death Podcast, if you're interested, I'm going to shamelessly plug it forever. But um, I was talking with this pet loss grief counselor and she was telling me that sometimes we manifest our grief and our guilt as physical somatic symptoms. And my bladder problems started after Jack died. So maybe wow. I'm not saying this, but maybe my bladder is tied to my guilt. I don't know. We'll find out. Wow. Sounds like you got some, some shit going on. <laughs> yeah. It's blocked for show. Um, but also I've had belly problems my whole life. So I'm wondering if just like balancing my chakra will help my gut. 
I don't know. This is exciting. I'm happy for you. I'm sure lots of people are rolling their eyes like you're going to pay this woman $100 to what? But you know what? (laughs) If people believe in the power of prayer, then I'm going to do Reiki. So yeah, well, we'll have to uh, keep, keep us updated. I will let you know how my butthole feels next Thursday. Yes. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um, so anyway, that's that's what's going on in my life. Um, not mm-hmm. a lot going on aside from just trying to find a spiritual place for me to fall because I feel like I'm just floating in the abyss right now, which I think yeah. is good. Like if we don't explore all the options, then we're not giving ourselves the best yeah. chance. Um, would you ever do Reiki? I, I think I'm are you interested now? Um, I'm definitely interested now. Yeah. I'd like to see your results before I pay um, some money, but yeah, definitely. I feel like I have some things that need to be opened up and <laughs> girl, I think all of our Thank chakras you. are just locked up. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah. Okay. So tell me a little bit about what's going on in your life. If you don't mind sharing. So not much is going on. Um, but something did happen this weekend where, um, it kind of had me thinking, you know, like, can males have female friends? Can your significant other have a female friend and be platonic? Okay. So here's my take on it. Um, I've been single for a long time, like legitimately single. And I've had a lot of male friends. Now that I have a boyfriend, those male friends have disappeared. All of them. Yeah. 100%, which makes me think, damn, they were not my real friends. Yep. They just wanted to sleep with you or date you and wait their turn, which I, I have a, a bunch of guy friends and 100% given the chance, I think that they would sleep with me, but I don't, I, I'd like to think that that's not why they're friends with me. I don't know, Heather, because every single one of mine, poof, gone. So are you saying that you don't think that you can have a relationship with the, the opposite sex? I can, because these people were my friends. I thought I can have a platonic relationship with them. I had a platonic relationship with them. They couldn't handle that with me. So like the minute I got a boyfriend, they disappeared. And when I try to reach out to them, they're just like too busy or they don't want to respond. And it makes me think that like I had platonic feelings. I could have a platonic relationship, but they couldn't Mm -hmm. because they're obviously respecting my relationship now. Thank God. Yeah. I don't think that they valued me as a friend or else we would still be friends do you think that they're respecting your relationship or do you think that they're like you know nothing's gonna happen so i'm just gonna disappear well probably both (laughs) (laughs) well if we're getting technical yeah yeah, i mean you have platonic friends right i have a few platonic friends yeah um but like i said i mean i'm not interested in sleeping with them but i i think given the opportunity they probably would want to sleep with me but the thing is like sleeping with somebody and like having feelings for somebody are kind of two different things in a way. But I, I mean, I feel like um, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say that I wouldn't sleep with someone unless I had feelings for them, but that's not mm-hmm. the case. <laughs> but you've done, you've done. Yeah. Oh, same. I mean, we've all bagged. We've all yeah. made mistakes. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like, I feel like as a female, I feel like I can have male friends, but I don't know. I'm just like, part of me feels like it's not possible. Like they're, they're all one, one party will always want something more from the other party. You're saying you don't think that there's a real friendship between the opposite sex. No, I feel like at some point, one of them liked each other. 
one of them slept, they slept together, like something. And then they realized like, oh, we're, we're not compatible in a relationship, but we could just be friends. And I mean, I don't, it's hard to explain because I do have guy friends, but I don't like flirt with, I wouldn't flirt with them. I, we don't do any of that. Like they're like my actual guy friends. But maybe they're the ones thinking that they have a chance with you and they're just friend zoned. That's what I feel like. That's what I feel like most male and female friendships are is one of them likes them likes the other person and it's just not happening at the moment, which is, which would make sense why your friends disappeared whenever you got into relationship because they realized, Oh, well now it's, you know, I don't have a chance. Right. What are you going to do with your male friends then? Um, (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Nothing. You're going to keep them because they're fun. Yeah. I'm going to keep my male friends. Um, I mean, I don't really like see them because I'm here. I'm in Arizona. Um, yeah. and most of them are back home in Pittsburgh. But I mean, whenever we would hang out, it would be, it, it, I don't know. See, I don't know. I think some people can. Like, I'm not going to like blanket statement like no, because I personally can be friends with anyone of any gender and any preference because I like, you know, for me, I know really early on if I have a deeper connection with somebody and if not, then we're friends. But I think a lot of other people like they would rather just have a fake friendship in the hopes that things will change. But then I also do think that the, eventually those feelings can go away. Like you, you initially yeah. like somebody. So we'll say like my friend, Bob, right? I meet Bob. Bob likes me. I don't like Bob. Eventually, Bob's going to just like accept the friendship and be OK. Mm-hmm. And then maybe their feelings will go away. So I do think it's possible but I also think that it's a fine line. And a lot of times, like maybe, maybe the, the the situation you're talking about, maybe this person like had feelings for them and now they're friends now and it's okay. But are you, is it worth risking them? I don't know. That's what I mean. It's such a touchy, like, oh, it's not like black and white. It's so, it's not clear. No. So that's why I think it just, it's all depending. But I do think, like you said, there's always one motherfucker who's like, they have feelings and they're just on the hook because they don't want to lose the person. Yeah. And that's what makes me like anxious. <laughs> Would you ever like make someone you're dating not hang out with their like girlfriends, female friends? Oh my God. No, no, because I, I wouldn't want someone to do that to me. Like I, I don't want to control anyone and I don't want anyone to control me. So. Mm-hmm. But you're just like- going to, you're just going to complain about it on a podcast. I would just be anxious about it. Yeah. And I would call you. <laughs> And then um, you would tell me, you need to block them, drop it, <laughs> block and delete, move on. Yeah. No, I don't think you should do that all the time. Just with most people. <laughs> just with like the, like 99% of the people. Yes. I don't know. It, it's a very fine line. Um, I've seen it firsthand where I've lost all my male friends now that I have a boyfriend. So it's kind of sad, but maybe it works. I don't know. I feel like right now, like my guy friends, we make it work because I mean, I also don't see them because I'm on the other side of the world, but my guy friends here, I definitely can tell that they're interested in more than just a friendship. Um, and I'm obviously not interested in that. So that makes me feel, do you ever feel like you're competing with like, so say, we'll say you're, we'll just use Bob for an example. So you're dating Bob and Bob has a lot of female friends. Do you ever feel like you're competing with them? Like when you like first meet them, it's like, Oh, who are these, who are these bitches? Yeah, 100%. And they like rub yeah. it in your face that they've known this person longer than you. It's like, okay, yeah, yeah. well, I'm sorry. I didn't they, know them before. Yeah. And they make it, they make it known that like you're replaceable and especially by any of those girls. Yeah. Like I could have him at any moment. 
Yeah, yeah. But like, I don't want him, which is why we're friends or like, like, we used to have a thing like back in college, but then yeah. it like didn't work out. And now we're just friends. I just like love him so much. Yeah, that's you know, that's a red I flag. I don't that's like that. <laughs> yeah, I don't like that. Off. Yeah, I don't, I don't like that at all. So I've done some research and yes. statistics indicate that 68% of romantic partnerships start out as friendships in the general population. So pretty much 68% of romantic relationships start out as platonic friendships, which means platonic friendships, I guess, can be possible, but like, it's a high likelihood that you'll become romantic. So, I mean, that's a high, that's a lot of relationships. How do we become okay with the opposite sex? Well, so <laughs> I'll tell you, I'll tell you this story because I have no shame about sharing it. So when Corey and I met, he had a friend who he had dated in the past and they had a long tumultuous relationship. Corey claimed that they were still just friends. However, yeah, Corey had been involved with this person close to the point when we met. Um, And this person after Corey, so like Corey and this person were friends and he was telling this person about me. I met this girl. She's amazing. Like her name is Julia. And this friend was like, oh, you have to tell Julia about something you did like in your last relationship. Like, I think that you need to tell her her whole tactic was to try to scare me off. Firstly, I don't think they weren't truly platonic friendships because I think Corey and her had some residual kind of intimacy. Um, but they weren't really friends. And so my boundary, I think the biggest thing is having boundaries, right. With these yeah. people is, um, you can have this person as your friend. Um, one, you cannot hang out with this person alone because of their past and their history Two, I would personally like to meet this person so I can get my own opinion of who they are before mm-hmm. you hang out with this person without me there. Cause I don't care if I'm not there, but I don't want it to be just you and her, which it would be yeah. fucking weird anyway. Right. Can you imagine like going out with another guy with your boyfriend at home like that's it's so weird so yeah eventually she continued to like make problems and I told him like I don't like admitting that like I said like I don't think the friendship's a good idea and if you think if our if our relationship's strong enough then I think you need to set a boundary with her and when he set the boundary she was like oh so you don't want to be my friend and he's like well I'm not saying that I'm just saying we have to be respectful of my girlfriend she refused Mm -hmm. and they're no longer friends so well, um, yeah, because she she didn't want you in the picture. She wanted him. She was trying to get rid of me. She was like, you have to tell her that you're a bad boy. He's like, yeah, that's why. See, and when he told me that, people. that when he told me that the first thing, it wasn't like, oh, I'm I'm mad at you for doing what you did to your ex or whatever happened to your ex or like whatever the situation yeah. was. I was mad that she made him tell me like that's a manipulation on her end. Like what is her, why is she trying to tell you to like get rid of me? Like that's weird. That is weird. I don't like that. And he couldn't see it. He didn't see it as like a, like I had to tell him like, you know what she's doing. Right. And he's like, Oh, actually. Yeah. Oh my God. Excuse me, bitch. (laughs) Are you going to keep your platonic friends? Like when you get in a relationship, do you still hang out with your guy friends? No, I, I mean, my last relationship. No, I didn't. I mean, we'd still like talk and, and whatnot. Um, I mean, I, I did hang out with them, like with my significant other, like I, it wasn't like never a one-on-one thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like my next relationship, um, I feel like I would introduce, um, him to all my guy friends and like, let him, you know, read the situation and, and see what he's comfortable with. Um, cause I feel like I would want to respect my significant other, um, mm-hmm in a way that is not controlling as well. 
I think that's a good idea. Healthy boundaries. How do you set boundaries? I don't know how. Well, you know, I don't set boundaries. <laughs> My boundaries are do what I say or I'm going to get mad. <laughs> I do have, I am reading a book right now on um, making peace through creating boundaries. And I think that boundaries are important, but I just don't know how to implement the boundaries. It's so easy for someone to walk all over me because I'll say one thing, but I never like follow through with it. Okay. So let's do a little exercise on how to set a boundary. So what was something that you find, uh, isn't a like, what's one thing that where you lax in a boundary, like with what men using you or lying to you or what? Yeah, definitely just like, yeah, men in general, (laughs) everything. (laughs) Okay. The boundary (laughs) is start dating women. (laughs) There we go. You know, my soulmate probably is a woman and I'm out here like being a hoe for a reason. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I did read somewhere that like your soulmate doesn't have to be someone you like have romantic feelings for. I do think we're soulmates. Absolutely. Yeah. Cause we're so opposite, but yet we balance like, uh, like I'm the yin, you're the yang for sure. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. We are perfect for each other. We, we both are. get wound up at opposite aspects. Like you get crazy over one thing and I get crazy over the opposite thing. Yeah. I feel like we balance each other very good. Yeah. So yeah, I guess I need help too with boundaries because for me, my boundaries are do what I say, or I'm going to block you. And I don't think that's healthy. I think you have to learn like cooperation, collaboration, like giving a little bit, taking a little bit. I think like, but I, like my problem is like, if I'm like, Oh, if he's doing like X, Y, Z, like I need to block him. Like I can like say that, but I don't, I don't go follow through with blocking, but like you do like, you know what I mean? You block like, them. You block them for like three hours and then you unblock them and they don't even know that they were blocked. They don't even know. And I'm like, I showed him like, Ooh, <laughs> I got him. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, wait, oh my God. here's my favorite got him thing is he doesn't text you for like 20 hours. He texts you and you wait one hour to text back and you think you're doing something. All right. <laughs> it's I like, like oh, definitely- I just waited a whole hour. I've definitely done that. And I've definitely told you about it. Yeah. But you think you're like a badass and you really just like, no, (laughs) no, not at all. It took 16 hours, but I took two hours. Aren't you proud? (laughs) Welcome to news for losers with Julia and Heather. While two women who know nothing about the news, put our unrequested opinions on it. This first news clipping (laughs) says, Cheating scandal at Ohio tournament rocks competitive fishing world. (laughs) There's something fishy going on in the competitive fishing world. The would-be winners of almost $30,000 at an Ohio fishing tournament were disqualified on Friday after it was discovered their fish were stuffed with lead weights and fish fillets. What? They stuffed their fish with lead balls and other fish fillets. Like they put fish inside the fish. And it says, Jason Fisher, why is his name Fisher also, director of the Lake Erie Walleye Tra- Trial Tournament, told CNN he was immediately suspicious when one team's fish weighed almost twice that was expected. How are you going to get away with stuffing your fish with, with lead? I'm confused. <laughs> okay, so. Why are they stuffing fish? <laughs> <laughs> so what? there was a fishing competition in Lake Erie over the weekend. And yeah. these guys, they caught fish and like, you know, you can look at a fish and like guess how much it's going to weigh, but I guess they had put 
weights and other fish fillets inside the fish. Like they stuffed it like a Thanksgiving turkey with other weight to make it way more. And they like immediately got caught and disqualified. What is the purpose of weighing more so that they don't catch them? <laughs> I'm confused. Do you, do you have any idea how fishing works? Or, or are they trying to like get the biggest fish? Yes. Like, the, the whole point is to get the heaviest, biggest fish. I don't, I think it's based on length and weight. So, but I just don't understand how you're going to take a fish that looks like shit and put weight in it and think people aren't going to question it. Well, how do they do that? Like, I'm confused. They stuffed it up its asshole. So they caught the fish and then stuffed stuffed it. it. Yeah. And then caught the fish. Whatever. They put lead balls up the fish's ass. What do you think about the fishing, um, competitive fishing world? I think it's going to be outraged at this scandal and people will never be the same. Oh, I mean, that's a huge scandal. I mean... But you know what? That's in everything. People are. Can you imagine you lost $30,000 because you put lead weights in a fish's ass? Oh, I would be so pissed. Do you want to do news about Kim Kardashian, who I personally hate? I don't personally know her, but okay. Kim Kardashian charged by the SEC agrees to pay $1.3 million fine. For what? Yeah. Kim Kardashian agrees to pay $1.26 million to the Securities and Exchange Commission to settle civil charges after the reality TV star touted a crypto asset. Okay, we're losing me here. I don't know what the fuck. Crypto asset Erythromax. Erythromax on Instagram. The SEC charged Erythromax? I don't know. Uh, so she just she failed to disclose that she was paid two hundred and fifty thousand dollars to publish her Instagram. Holy wait, what? She was paid two hundred and fifty thousand dollars to make one Instagram post. How do we get like that? I would give my kidney for two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Hell yeah. Man jumps rope from sitting position for Guinness World Records. From sitting position? Yeah, he jumped rope while sitting on his ass. Wow. He's so maybe he has nothing better to do. Okay, what's next? New York man's 2,500 pound pumpkin breaks national record. I feel like how the hell do you grow a pumpkin that big? Yeah, that's some GMO stuff. I don't (laughs) think so. I think it has to be natural. There's no way. Scottish man lifts barbell while unicycling to break the world record. Are people bored? I feel like I I would do something like that. If I like set it as a goal, like I'm going to beat this record, I would spend, I would devote 99% of my time doing that. So if I was going to be lifting a weight while unicycling, how do you like, wouldn't you, don't you need paid when you need a job? I don't know. Cause I feel like other countries are really good about like paying and time off and like, we're the only ones that <laughs> I am taking PTO to go win a world record. I'm going to lift weights while on a unicycle. But that takes some skill. That's ha- that has, that is hours of practice. Oh, here's one. Here's one we can get behind. California woman charged with killing a man over a cat dispute. Bless her soul. We're not condoning violence here, but can you imagine killing someone over your cat? I would. I mean, 100%. I Virginia, a California woman has been charged with killing a man by ramming her car into him after accusing him of trying to run over a cat in the street. It wasn't <gasps> even her cat. Oh, it was just a random cat. I love it. I mean, I don't don't condone violence. Is he okay? No, he died. <laughs> <laughs> He's dead and her, her bail is a hundred million dollars. <laughs> rip <laughs> okay well yep. heather's bladder is flared up we'll do a whole episode <laughs> on bladder stuff um but yeah heather is there anything else you'd like to add to today's show i don't think so i think we we said a lot okay and i will keep you all updated on how my reiki butthole blasting therapy goes um so yeah yes. thank you for tuning into broken bitches you can follow along at instagram at broken bitches podcast see you next week <laughs> <laughs>